Hello, welcome to From the Backseat. Uh, I hope you're having a great evening. Today on, on today's show, we are going to be discussing should San Diego have a parade for the SDSU Aztecs who recently lost the national championship. We're going to be talking about the women's final four championship and all the controversy that goes along with it. I'm going to quiz Clark on his knowledge of the first overall picks of the NFL draft. And then we're going to finish off with who's hot or not in a slight discussion about the first week of MLB baseball. Let's go. I'm Joe. Nice to meet you, brother. I love watching you grow up. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Touchdown! <laughs> Is this the tiger? And Fernando Tatis Jr. A grand slam. <laughs> Iguodala. It's funny to hear females talking about routes. Like. <laughs> Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. Welcome to From the Backseat, hosted by Clark and Ethan. It's funny backseat i am your host ethan and i am joined today by what up guys this is clark here great day in sports great week of sports we just had can't wait to get into it today yeah pumped and for the date just so clark can get yeah for the date please uh it is april 5th so if you're uh curious on when we recorded this um yesterday was my birthday yeah well yesterday for yeah it was ethan's birthday yesterday so happy birthday to ethan a very very important 25 years old 25 years old very old there are plenty of players in professional sports right now that are much younger than me and will accomplish more in my life now when you you watch like a college basketball game you can sit there and say i feel bad for those kids because they are kids to you they are younger than you I don't know if I feel bad for them. I mean, I'm not saying feel bad. It's just you. You're old now. You're very old. Yeah. I mean, I was making this point while we were watching the SDSU game of something I wish. And I know it's like legacy NBA players, but like with SDSU, like everyone wearing an SDSU jersey was wearing a Kawhi Leonard jersey, which totally makes sense. I mean, he's probably the biggest player to ever play for the team, oh, but but it it, is, it would be nice, like. Instead of buying a jersey of a millionaire, if they would buy a jersey off of one of the current guys on the team, who probably the jersey sale would go a long way for. Him. Well, I mean, I agree. However, I, you know, I don't know how available those were if they had stuff set up in their own personal no nil to go ahead. I know from my understanding, Joe Musgrove got in touch with Kawhi Leonard and have a bunch of jerseys delivered to the team. That's I mean, yeah. It. That makes sense. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that it doesn't. It's just. No, I know what you're saying. It would have been nicer to go ahead and get the money to the pockets of one of those kids on the team that could, you know, really benefit from it. Not Kawhi, yeah. who has millions upon millions of dollars. Yeah, and doesn't doesn't need the like. I don't know how much they get, but like the five dollars per jersey. Whereas, if if they sold ten jerseys, like fifty bucks would go a long way for a college. I mean, that's. I'm just sure those kids did pretty well in their uh, NIL stuff, and I'm sure it'll be very nice going into next season, considering all the success they just had. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know how much the SDSU players get from NIL deals. I can't imagine that they're that highly touted. I'm sure a lot of places in San Diego are going to be calling for advertising this off season. After that yeah. run, so why don't we just hop into it? Which. Uh, if you don't know the context, over on TikTok, and this has actually been something that Cole and I have been talking Cole about, who's our friend. other friend. Who's not uh, ever going to appear on air. He refuses all of our requests. To yes, he, re- he refuses. Today would have been a good day because he's on my side. 
Okay, but, before, um, actually, really quick, before we get into this, can I ask, are you wearing, a, is that a Lululemon top you have on it right is now? A, I, got it wow. for, I got it for my birthday. I got wow. some Lululemon apparel. Birthday purchase and we're wearing it on air? That, yeah. is, that is special. I was wearing it at Pickleball and I'm, I'm just wow. now wearing it. It's very comfortable. That's classy. 25 years old, it brings a Lululemon shirt on. They're very, and it's yeah. purple, a little Easter theme too. What a springtime gift that was. I think it's blue, but I think it looks purple. It looks purple the, on here. Yeah, yeah it's tell. blue. Oh, How'd you know it was Lulu? Because of these like the little three stripes up there. Yeah, the seasoned Lululemon veteran. That means I have about four articles of Lululemon clothing. I know the branding when I see it. Okay. I mean, this is going to be a maybe. This will just be early, but my hot or not, I had judged lulu like men's lululemon beforehand but now wearing it i totally get it's it I get okay that well this is our brief segment off it but i agree look um i doubted it for a long time because you see the prices and you're just like there's no way this yeah. these shorts are worth 60 dollars. and then you put the shorts on and you're like i will never wear another pair of athletic shorts again in my life like you have to be kidding me it feels great it they're a perfect just a great brand great mm -hmm. brand also, the zippers are really nice. The yeah, zippers are an underrated thing. I've never, I've never really thought I needed on an athletic short. But like today, when I played you pickleball, I could keep my phone in my pocket. I didn't you have to like. Why would you be keeping your phone? You just keep no. All right, that's another story. But anyway, nice, very nice top. Whoever got it for you, big birthday guy over there, number twenty five. Yeah, yeah, wearing the Lululemon today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Basically, this article was floated out by the Union Tribune, which, if you don't know, is the local paper of San Diego, um, about how on Saturday, San Diego will be throwing a parade for the SDSU Aztecs after losing in the national championship. So today, uh, I took to TikTok. I actually recorded it yesterday, but I posted it today. Um, my opinions on it, which is, I think it's super lame. I think it's really lame that San Diego is so down bad that we are throwing parades for losing teams. Please explain yourself a little bit further before I go in. Okay? Well, so it just comes from like, I, I understand the desire because it's such a Cinderella story. They're in the mountain West. They made it all the way, never gone past the sweet 16, got all the way to the national championship. I understand that you want to celebrate the team. I just don't think a parade is the way to do it because well, parade, what other way is there to do it? What else? I mean, the experience, we don't need to do anything else. They, they got their comeuppance. They all now people know who they are. They're put on the map. It was great for the city of San Diego, but we didn't win. Throwing a parade for a losing team is so lame. Again, I get that San Diego hasn't thrown a parade since 1960 when the chargers won the AFL championship. I doubt but, they wanted a parade for that. Yeah, I, I don't really believe. I'm Probably just using wasn't. it as that's the last. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's just so lame to throw one for a team that didn't win that didn't win the chip. I mean, again, parades are for teams that win. SDSU won plenty of games, but they didn't win the ultimate one, which is the national championship. They don't have a trophy. There's nothing to celebrate. Like I don't know. It's just a parade is lame in my opinion. Okay, look, so here's the counterpoint to that. San Diego State basketball never in its entire existence, as you pointed out yourself, has gotten this far. It was a huge moment, not only for the team, everyone involved, alumni, people who just lived in San Diego who became attached to the team. I'm totally cool with it because guess what? 
like I said, historically they had never been there and they want to show their appreciation for the team itself. These are just people basically our age. And I know they didn't win the whole thing, but let them have fun. Who cares if there's a parade? I mean, that that's really what it boils down to in my mind. If you want to have a little powwow form, go for it. I'm not going to be one of those people who sits there like you. It's like, oh, we didn't win it all. We can't celebrate anything. There should be nothing else, but maybe a little time meeting form and stuff. There should be no parade. Let them have a parade. Let them have their moment. Have everyone wave to them. At the most, it takes an hour and a half. The city gets to have some fun. It's light. It's loose. It's cool to celebrate what was an absolutely historic and magical run. I have no problem with it. But you Look, are so lame. You're lame. You're calling them lame, the city lame. You're lame because you don't like to have fun and you want to have a little bit of party down no, San it's Diego. It's not that. It's that everyone already thinks San Diego's fan base is really corny and dumb because we okay, celebrate. Okay, everyone like, is just a city of Los things. Angeles. The now city of Los throwing, Angeles thinks that. Now we're throwing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Even if the city of Los Angeles, we're just proving their point right. We're currently throwing a parade for a team that didn't win a championship. Oh, it's a college team, dude. It's not like right. It's, you know, it's whatever. If they want to do it, like, okay, the parade and the parade thing, like when people celebrated when the Padres won the NL wild card in 2020. Okay. That was a little bit stupid and it's now funny and joked upon, but the reality is again, I, who cares if they want to have a parade? It was a great run. It was a great season. You don't know if you're ever going to get back there, frankly. So enjoy the moment. Let the kids at SDSU go ahead and have fun. Let the people like myself who in San Diego love the team have some fun. It's just going to be an afternoon, and you can have them. everyone call lame, but I guess if having fun is lame, then throw me in in that category. Well, I, I think my issue comes from that the city is throwing the parade and not the school. I think it would be different if SDSU as a campus was throwing the parade, just as like, let's celebrate the basketball team. I think it's really weird that the city government is throwing a parade for a team that didn't win. To me, that's just really boring. It's an approval rating bump. I don't know. This could help it out. It's a political move, maybe now. It might be. Again, I still think it's really lame. And I get I get people I, I get why San Diego wants to celebrate. I mean, again, I would love to see San Diego win a championship. I was there every step of the way, celebrating just like everyone else. SCSU's bump in the road. And I was one of those people when I, we when we got down, I think it was by five, where it felt like, oh man, we're coming back again. And then we did not, but I had hope. I mean, how could you not? Again, I was, if you watch the team all season, you know, they really have bounded back from adversity. And I thought when they cut it to five and I think every UConn fan in the country can agree that they were very nervous at that point. Cause again, this is for them. It was probably like, Oh no, they just did this to FAU. They cut a 10 point lead against Alabama. It is nothing new for them. You can't tell me that UConn fans weren't shaking in their boots just a little bit for there, but it didn't work out again. I'm totally fine. Throw the parade, go for it. You can say it screams loser energy or whatever you want, but it's just fun. Let them have their fun. Again, it's lame. It's just lame. Okay. We're dude. celebrating losers. Cool. Well, you That's cheer all we have every year with the Chargers. So enjoy that. Agreed. I mean, Again, we've never seen any of our teams win championships. We root for losers every year, but we don't. Okay, that's we don't root for losers. It just happened. Just because you don't finish first doesn't mean you are you're a loser. It's like what you've said that before. You have told me too much. Yeah, I have had a refined mindset on it. I'm not trying to be so negative with these teams, dude. These guys are out here trying. I mean, we're not the Marlins fans of something like that where it is truly terrible, or you're you know Kansas City Royal fan where there's no effort being put in. We cheer for teams now that have success continually, at least some of us. And I have adopted a new mindset. I'm not trying to be as negative with these guys. We've talked about this over the last year. I'm trying to be more positive with these teams, man. 
Yeah, but it still doesn't make the parade lame. The parade's still lame. Okay, fine. You hate the parade. You hate fun. You see, this is what happens when you turn 25, folks. You start hating everything. It's not that I hate everything. I just think it's it certainly lame sounds like parade. it. You hate parades? What are you going to start saying? Like oh, a, I don't like go to birthday parties or... anymore. Like... I don't like cake. I think cake is lame. No, it's not that. It's They I'm lost. For Bay guy now. They lost. Would have, do you so think what, they still would have thrown a parade had they lost to uh, FAU? Say again. Do you think they still would have thrown a parade? No, they, they wouldn't have thrown a party if they lost in the Elite Eight. In the Final Four, I'm sorry. In the Final Four? No, they wouldn't have thrown a parade. Yeah, I have no idea. I still think it's lame, and I stand by it. But okay, a lot well, of I think you're lame, and I stand by it. I think you're lame. I guess this is the new Ethan. 25-year-old Ethan is lame and boring and doesn't like birthdays and doesn't like celebrations. He just likes to have cool cheese to get crackers. Cole also thinks it's lame. Okay, well, you guys both think it's lame. I don't think it's lame. There's It's a it's a split decision. We have two to three. We need more people to weigh in on this. All right. Well, before we move on, let's talk about the national championship a little bit because at the five-minute mark, Clark took to Twitter and said that SDSU was winning this game. I did. I was fully confident. I had seen what I had seen the last month plus. I mean, the last five months of this team itself. Little did I know that UConn was just going to go ahead and absolutely run everything for the rest of the five minutes. But again, San Diego State was in a bad spot. They were in the bonus, and then they went to the bonus plus really quick. UConn was not missing at the line. And San Diego State's weaknesses that they did have as a team started to show. They, they're not a great perimeter three-point shooting team outside of guys like Butler and Trammell. Those are really the guys I had to go to. And then inside where they really had so much success going to guys like Johnson, even Mensa having some time in there, a rope, like the Ladie, they couldn't operate because he had guys like Sissogo in there who were just too physically imposing. So I think that's what just ended up happening in this game is in the first half, it could have been way worse for how bad SDSU shot the ball, but they stayed in it. Defense kept them in it again. And in the second half, it was just, you know, you ran into a team who magnified your issues and didn't let you get away with it this time. So did UConn just have the most dominant uh, tournament performance of all time? I mean, they won every single game by double digits. I mean, that is really impressive. From a four seed? I mean, I'll be interested next year to see how much seeding changes. I think there has to be some sort of retooling because of the transfer portal. I think mid-majors need to be taken way more seriously. I mean, I knew UConn was good all season. They're Big East team. Big East teams always play really well with Villanova, Creighton, uh, uh, Seton Hall, Providence, and obviously UConn. Um, and they're a team that had a ton of success. I mean, they had this, what, their fifth national championship since 1999, I want to say, or something like that. No, 91, maybe. Fourth. They're fourth. No, it's their fifth. They're their fourth, maybe, since 91, but it's their fifth overall as a program. Oh, okay. I can look it up. I can fact check yeah. you. But, I mean, it might be. I mean, you win every single game by 10 points. I think that SDSU game was probably when it got cut to five points was the most hot water they had been in for the whole tournament. Yeah, I mean, I mean they killed Miami. They what? They almost put up twenty on total overall on Miami. That I mean, was it's never tough. close. Like the SDSU, yes, with five minutes to go, it did really feel like SDSU was coming back. But I mean, they immediately took the air out of the stadium on like the next possession with just a massive three. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I do. That is true. They did take the air kind of out of it. But again, I think probably I would save the tournament for UConn. If you had to ask their players, if you had to ask their fans, yes. When they got cut to five, that was probably the most nervous given the atmosphere. And I don't think they have been that close to someone all tournament with five minutes left to play, if I'm going to be honest. You're right. This is their fifth since 1999. 
1999. Yeah, better than any sort of website. I know these things immediately. By immediately, I read the ticker that was going along the bottom after they won the championship. I just yeah, I mean, great for them. No, I mean, I think you would have to say they're one of this is one of the most dominant national title runs we've had in a long time. I mean, again, winning every game by double digits that's not an easy feat. A lot of good teams in the tournament this year, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of crazy. Well, so one thing I was discussing uh, yesterday with somebody asking me about SDSU is one thing that I find crazy about college basketball, which just makes it more entertaining than college football, to be quite honest, is like we we got to the national championship and there was like one player who's really going to get drafted, like one lottery pick. In actual college football, we probably have the half of each roster that's going to get drafted at some point during the draft between yeah. Alabama, Georgia, any of those programs. I mean, like half of Georgia's team is going to get drafted. Well, with college basketball, I mean, there's only a couple guys. You know who's going to get drafted pretty much by halfway through the season, and they're usually yep. on a couple teams. So, yep, yeah, I mean, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas. I mean, guys are all over. So, but yeah. At the end of the day, March Madness showed I, again why it's probably the best playoff format of any college sport for sure. Don't yeah, know it's by far the most interesting. I mean, it also leads to just parody because they have to play so many games to get to the national championship. Yeah. You have to play them. You only get most of the time, you only get like one day off, one or two at most. Yeah. One or two. Then, and you're kind of flying. You you might be in a different region than where you're actually from. Like SDC yeah. was playing in, I think they were in the south. Were they in the south? SDSU was in the south region. Yeah, they were in the south. Um, so you play all different teams than you've been playing all year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're also going to see a lot of. I think we're going to see conference shakeup. Hopefully, probably. Like, I mean, now there's rumors already have come out that the Big Twelve is looking at San Diego State. I mean, they Which be crazy. They make no sense, but they make no sense. But for San Diego State, if you can't get into the Pac-12, maybe you do it. Because really, what's the point of continually playing in the Mountain West? They win it every year in every sport, practically. So why do you keep doing it? Yeah, they it down a little bit. I mean, it's just. I would say at this point, they've certainly outgrown the conference of which they play in. Yeah, it's about time that they move on. I mean, they it, should have moved on in football years ago too. Years and years ago, I, I think it's a similar situation to schools like that are moving this, like Cincinnati and Houston that were playing the American Athletic, the two teams that were of the non-power five that had conversations around them for football, clearly outgrew the American Athletic much better. And not only just that, but basketball as well too. I know it's a sphere you're just taking of those two sports, but when you compare them to everyone else that's in the conference, which is Tulsa and Tulane, who's good this year, but you're just like, okay, clearly a step above everyone else. You need to move them out of it. Yeah. Well, let's move on to a different college sport, which is the women's college basketball final, which Great had game. way more, honestly, storylines than probably the men's just because of what it was. It, I, it was a more entertaining game in some ways, in some in ways. Some it was ways. I mean, LSU still kind of blew them out, but it, it was a blowout. But I would say in some ways, a very entertaining game, a perfect thing for what, you know, to summarize the season of college basketball. I think that was a, a great game. I'm glad so many people tuned into it. So the women's basketball can continue to grow like it's seen the last couple of years, the WNBA 
I think it drew its highest ratings for a college women's basketball final that they've ever had. Yeah, and it did. I mean, it, it outpaced a bunch of stuff. They ended up with 9.9 million viewers, which beat like Thursday night football. Yeah, beat, rightfully so. Rightfully so, too. It beat a bunch of stuff. It beat like an NBA finals game. I think it beat a World Series game, too. It probably did. They're going to have to start getting a bigger arena for the tournament next year. I mean, maybe they'll start putting them in, you know. I mean, there is one reason why it got so many viewers. There's there was a couple there. where you had really good talent all over the court. But yes, Caitlin Clark and her run that she had at Iowa, I think certainly everyone wanted to turn into that. It was very similar to a couple years ago in 2020 when like Sabrina Inescu for Oregon was doing a very similar thing and everyone yeah. wanted to tune in onto it. Unfortunately, the pandemic happened. But that was a really similar situation where it was this girl who's having triple doubles of 40 points every night and you just had to see it because it drew your eyes to it. Yeah. So, but a great game, even though it ended up being like a 30 point blowout, I think you got a lot of action in there. The referees were pretty terrible. I will say that evenly on both sides, uh, the technical call and Caitlin Clark in the third quarter for rolling a ball behind her back to the referee. Um, it's not the ump show, man. We want, we don't want to see the best players get teed up and having to go to the bench in the third because you got all petty as a referee. I didn't need that. Um, but otherwise, you got to see players like Angel Reese. You got to see Caitlin Clark show out, show what they can do, and continue, like I said, for women's basketball, these two girls, if they stay, will be great next year, and they'll certainly be stars in the WNBA, and it continues to build that brand that they would want and continues to draw eyes to a sport that needs more attention. For sure. Uh, let's talk about the two storylines. Of course. So, I mean, so first off, we got to start with the you can't see me. I can put a ring on it basically put a ring on me um, from Angel Reese, mm -hmm. which has drew a lot more controversy than I, I think I could possibly ever, ever imagine. imagine. I can't, I mean, I'll, I'll go first. Actually, no, I'll okay, let go. you go first. I went first in the last thing. I'll let you go. Well, I mean, I also made a video about yes, it. Um, I think it's, I, I have no problem with it. I think it's a I total baller move. I, I like, I don't, I don't get, I mean, I don't want to go here. But I kind of have to. Like, Caitlin did the same thing. She did the same the shit the week prior. And I think she owns up to it too. She, I mean, I don't, I think the thing it's ridiculous, like at least ever all of it's ridiculous, but then like I don't I don't know how it became a thing. Caitlin Clark did the exact same thing last week. Angel Reese does it this week. Like, who cares? Also, it's, like it I don't want to do this, but it, it, I feel like it has to be said, and everyone's dancing around it. I can't help but think race is a part of it. Again, I, like, again, Caitlin was doing the exact I same agree. stuff. I but agree. when when an African American player does it to a white player, who a lot of people seem to like, oh, it's classless. It's classless. It's classless. It's disgusting. It's, I know. It's uh, but that. I mean, I saw this. That was the. That's what popped up immediately. Is it? It did feel like there was serious race connotation. You have a young black woman who's showing confidence in herself and her ability doing the exact same thing that a young white player did the week before everyone's praising the white player. And of course, Angel Reese does this, this is a black woman and she gets trounced for it. It's like, you have to be kidding me. Like, yeah, have some sort of self-awareness. If, if you're going to praise both, praise both. If you're going to criticize both do that, but don't, don't make this uneven playing for what Angel Reese did. No problem with it. I having played sports all my life, much like Ethan, a little bit in college, um, I've had people tell me to go fuck myself when I'm out there and everything thrown my way. 
and I'll say it right back to him and he didn't have a problem because sometimes when you're on the court, things happen. And again, a ring on a finger and doing this to someone, it's not classless. It's just like, hey, we just dropped 35 point a win on your ass. I'm going to get to say what I want. And that's what it's going to be. That's well, just especially it. going into it. If you were to ask the media, it was going to be a blowout by Iowa. I know a lot of people were on Iowa, which I'm sure they probably is on LSU, rightfully so, use it as internal motivation. Because why shouldn't? Because they had a great season too. I mean, they almost came up with the exact same record. So yeah. I it was I it's a shame that that's what's been so talked about because again, Angel Reese, great season for her. She had a great game herself. And what she did, there was absolutely nothing wrong with it. When you win by 35 points, last time I checked, you get to talk some shit whenever you want to. And doing a little bit back into the face as someone who did it last week, I have no problem with it. And I think, like again, Caitlin Clark had done interviews where she loves trash talk. She's a trash talker herself, which is awesome. Who doesn't love that? I mean, it was such an overblown thing for what was not really a problem at all. No. Yeah, so Angel so Reese, keep about, doing you, keep doing, uh, keep that up. It's just a dumb thing for people to get mad about. Exactly. Now let's talk about the other controversy, which has to do with the Biden White House. So Jill Biden came out and is inviting both teams to the White House. So Angel dumb. Reese came out and said, yeah, I'm not going. I want to go to Obama's house. So uh, the gift that keeps on giving from this story, uh, you have any reaction to the Biden White I mean, look, I laughed when she said that, but for Jill Biden, like, why are you inviting both? Like the runner up doesn't get to go in any other sport. Like, so. Oh, really? Not? Wait, I thought we get to give parades to runners up. Okay. Don't. It's a totally different thing. And they're not like having a parade for the winner and the second place, at the same spot at the same time in the same corridors. No, no I, I know what you're saying. I just wanted to poke at no, you, but no, I, I know what you're getting at, but there's no reason that Joe Biden should extend an invitation to both. I somewhat get it. You want to reward both for great seasons, but one team won and the other team lost. Don't invite the loser. The winners have always gotten the trip to the white house. Don't change it up and keep it that way. It, just have the winner go. There's no reason to invite both. That was silly. Yeah. I, I just think it's silly, but I don't have that much to say about it. Again, uh, at the end of the day, I don't really care all that much. Yeah, um, I think again, a lot of people situation there's a it was a situation that got blown way out of proportion. Again, Angel Reese, she did nothing wrong. She played a great game. Her and her LSU Tiger teammates went in there. They won the championship. Go ahead, point to that ring on that finger. Do a little John Cena. You can't see me anytime you want. Also, I want to point out no one had a problem with the ring on my finger when Joe Burrow threw his fifth touchdown against Clemson in the national championship. And he gestured over to Clemson doing that. So please. Or honestly, talking about Joe Burrow, when Aaron Donald did it after he sacked. Yeah, it's, it's like you down. just do it. The, you're, the clock is running down. The championship is about to be yours. Yeah, go ahead and point to it. She's great. I have no problem with what she did. It's stuff like that. Just the fact that it got blown in proportion is ridiculous. For sure. All right, so our next segment, we're going to move on to a slight NFL draft quiz. So with the draft coming up at the end of the month, uh, I'm going to quiz Clark on some of his draft knowledge. Now, I have oh, three yeah. questions for you, Clark. Yes. We're going to see how good you do. So we're going to start off, and these all have to do with the first overall pick. So that's okay. where we're going to start. These are all about first overall picks. I, I think right. the I think these are pretty tough, so we'll see how you can do. I'm going to so nail our, this. Our first question. Can you name 
the three teams that have never picked first overall in the NFL draft. They have never picked first overall in the NFL never draft. picked. Green Bay Packers. They have picked first overall. Shit. Dallas Cowboys. They have picked first overall. These are hard. Pittsburgh Steelers. They have picked first overall. Really? Jeez. They had. Okay. I would have. Those are three teams that are constantly relevant. Those those are good ones. I mean, the actual answers are kind of crazy. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I have never picked number one overall. Never picked number one overall. I can start giving hints if you want. No, no, no. So I'm trying to go through. I know. I know. Um, have the Baltimore Ravens picked first overall? They have not. That is one all of right. the three. Now, all right, the Baltimore Ravens have not picked first overall. That is one so, of the three. I, okay, so the Steelers, Bengals, and Browns all have. Yes. Um, the Packers have. The Lions clearly have. Um, the Bears have to have. And then, well, they're doing it this year. Yes. Yeah, so obviously. <sighs> Has Minnesota? They have, yes. Shoot. Oh. All right, give me a little hint here. I'm proud that I got one just without any help. Okay, so since you were talking about NFC teams, it is an NFC bird. An NFC bird. An NFC bird. Okay. So like a bird logo, that's what I Okay, I'm wait, hold on. That's That's interesting. I'm trying to think who went first overall in the year that it was it between Wentz and have the Eagles not picked first overall? They have picked first overall. Shit. Wait, so that means it's between Atlanta and Seattle? Yes. It's one of those two. Atlanta had to pick first because that Mike Vick. So Seattle's never picked first. It is Seattle. They've never okay. picked first overall. Right. Do you want to hint for the to- last one? No, 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 no. I got to get one more. I kind of, so I'm trying to think. Okay. So we've gone through. So I, I'm going to help oh, you. Wait, don't, bit. don't, don't give me a hint. I want to try to get this one organically. Okay. Okay. Oh. Fuck, dude. I just want to get you over to the right conference. <laughs> no, God damn it. I got this. Um, I'm trying to think of teams that are constantly good that would not be in a position to have the number one overall pick, but that might not be the right thinking. Um, I mean, it kind of, it kind of is and kind of isn't. Okay. I'm going to guess another, and I'm going to say San Francisco. It is It is not San Francisco. Shoot. All right, give me a little hint now. So I, I'm going to bring you over to the right conference. It's in the okay. AFC. It's an AFC team? It's an AFC team. Do you want a, a little bit better hint? Not something that's very obvious, just like a little nudge. Like, hey, you know, this could be it. This team has not made the playoffs since winning the Super Bowl. This team hasn't made the playoffs? Oh, Jesus. Um... Hasn't made the playoffs since winning the Super Bowl. Well, it can't be New England because they made it last year and got blown out mm-hmm. by Buffalo. Um, Miami has, I think, at some point, and Miami's never won a Super Bowl. No, oh, yeah, they have. They won sixteen. What am I talking about? Um, Chargers never won a Super Bowl. Um, no. KC has been to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they won the Super Bowl last year, so it doesn't really count. Um, the Denver Broncos have never picked first. That is who. It's the Denver Broncos. That's what I said. Like you were saying, like a team that's really good a lot. Like they haven't been that good recently, but they haven't. But I look, it was a strategy for me of 
trying to pick teams who I think continuously have historically been good and then also haven't been so sucky at times where they had to go get a number one overall pick. Yeah. No, it I should have thought of Denver. I should have thought so of So our three are Denver, Baltimore, and then Seattle. Baltimore I thought about because they're they're technically an expansion, aren't they? I mean they Yeah, well they're technically the Browns, Browns but yeah. before the nineties, basically. And then Seattle. Seattle's newer. I guess Seattle is newer. I'm sure right, they picked the top five plenty of times. I know they have, but yeah, I mean, they're picking the top five this year. Yeah. So, but yeah. All right. There you go. Are you ready for our next one? Yes. Please hit me with it. All right. Two teams have not had, or two teams have had the first overall pick seven times, which is the record. Can you name what those two teams are? Damn it. This is a good one. It is a good one. I it, the, seven times two teams have had seven times. Seven times been first overall. Seven times. That's terrible. And it, they're not teams that you would expect. So they like what do they trade for it? I one of them I know traded for the first overall pick. Okay, Other first one, guess. First guess because I know they're really bad for a long. The New Orleans Saints. It is not the Saints. Shit. That is a good guess. It's a good guess. Okay, I know the Bengals have had it a lot. It's not Cincinnati. I know. That's why I wasn't done yet. Oh, okay. oh sorry, I, sorry. It sorry. wasn't a guess. I was trying to... God, stop interrupting you. I'm methodically trying to process this. Okay. Um, I'll be quiet until you give me an official guess. Okay, so seven times. It hit seven times. Seven times. Two different teams. Cleveland? It is not Cleveland. That would have been my first guess. That would have been 100% my first guess. Um, Detroit. Not Detroit, but that's another dude. Okay, now this is stupid. Um, I'm telling you, these I would have never guessed these two teams ever. Arizona, (laughs) no, Chicago, no, Miami, no, Buffalo, no. (laughs) Just gonna start the Rams. The Rams is one of them. Really? I golly, that's te- I guess they had like oh my god. Because that's-, that's what I when you asked had a team traded for it, they traded for Jared Goff for the first overall pick. Right. So that's the that's the one I knew. Now the other one, I don't think I mean you'd probably have to list like all 30 teams before you even get give me there. a little hint. Give me a little hint. It's a little AFC hint. AFC. AFC. It's not anyone in the north. The South. Texans? Do you want me to answer these? No. Or are you just thinking through them? Okay. I'm just thinking through really quick. So Colts, Jaguars, Titans, and Texans. Titans are, ex- I guess they are a branch of the Oilers. Um, Chargers, I don't think so. Um, Broncos, no. Kansas City, no. New England? No, but good guess, based on what I was saying. All right, I'm going to give you a hint. Yeah, give me one more hint. This is You've already said the name me. of the team. Oh, damn it. I did? <laughs> God damn it. Um, The Texans? No, but you're in the right division. Oh, uh, the Jazz. No, the Colts. The Colts. It's the Colts. The Colts. Okay, because I was okay. I actually should have said Colts way earlier. I guess I did in the microphone, but they traded, they had Elway at one and they had that trade and stuff. I remember from that and they had luck and then they've had other yeah. guys over the years. Yeah. All but right. 
Colts and Rams. Those are your leaders. Those are like the most kind of obscure, irrelevant teams, though, I feel like. All right. But wow, seven times? Jesus Christ. Seven times. I would have thought for sure because they're so pathetic. That's what I would have thought. But remember, they switched in the 90s. Yeah, I know. I know. They haven't been around quite long enough, I guess. Yep. All right. So we're going to test your knowledge, Clark. Let's see if you know the last 10 first overall picks. You don't have to go in order. I'll oh. just tell you. Yeah, actually go in order. What year are we starting with? Do you want to start at 2013 or 2022? We'll start. Oh my you want to go front to back or back to front? Yeah, that's the uh, last we can start 2013. We'll start in 2013. We'll 2013. Do you know who was the first overall pick in 2013? First year of the draft challenge. Fisher. Offensive tackle. That is correct. Yep. Eric Fisher is the first Eric one. Fisher. 2014. Jadeveon Clowney. That is correct. All right. 2015. 2015. First overall pick in 2015. Mm-hmm. Was it a quarterback? Yep. They still in the league? Yes. You had to think about that. <laughs> um, Carson Wentz? No, but good guess. Say who went uh golf? Uh that is the next year. Yeah, that is 2016's golf. 2016's golf. 2015 first overall pick. So we can't be really starting now because you had to be like, is he still in the league? That's why I was thinking about it. I know. I don't know. 2015. Uh why am I blanking on that? The Bengals. Would you like 20... me to give you a little hint that'll give it away? Yeah, sure. Crab leg. Ah, uh, Jameis, damn it. Okay, Jameis is 2050. Because him and Mariota went one and two. Shit. Come yeah. on, Clark. Be better than this. 2017. So we you got 2016 with Jared Goff. So 2017. 2017. Oh, 2017 wasn't a quarterback. I know no, that. It was, it was not because Mitch Trubisky went third. Deshaun and um Lamar and Patrick all went later. So it must have either been a pass rusher or a tackle. And judging off of that, I have no idea. Would you like a little hint? Yeah, give me a little hint again. We're running long. All right, I'm I'm gonna try to give this one not not too much away. Paleontologist. Paleontologist. What does that help me with? I know it's the study of fossils. Yeah. Do you remember which edge player when they talked about it a lot pre-draft wants to be a paleontologist when he retires? Oh, so he's an edge rusher. He is an edge. I have. I honestly couldn't tell you from this year. All right. Next one. He hit a dude with his helmet. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> or was it the other way around? No, no, it, he did. He Aaron Donald it. wasn't a first overall pick. Not Aaron Donald. Who did it first in a live game? Oh, Miles Garrett did it. Yes. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> to, to Miles Garrett did it. I was right. That's a good hit. He freaking yeeted Mason Rudolph on the top of his head with his helmet. I do. Yeah, right. I, That's a, gosh, a, damn. Yeah. Uh, and, he wants, and it was a big like story pre-draft that he wanted to be a paleontologist for some Well, reason. he's a very smart guy, so good for him. All right. 2018. That, 2018. Dude. 2018. These are like blur years. Um, because I think about the Bengals were so bad. Uh, this is like such a joke. 2018 was a quarterback, yes. Shit, dude, <laughs> it was the first quarterback in 2018. Are they still in the league? Are they yes. still, the yeah, the fact you got to think about it, dude. Oh, no, well, no, they, yes, they are in the league, they're just 
kind of not a starter anymore. Like fringe starter. I have no again, I have no clue. Played for the Browns. Then the Rams. Now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's in a bunch of commercials. Oh, Baker, Jesus yeah. Christ. That's it's embarrassing because oh my God, so embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. I'm getting embarrassed by this right now. 2019. So after Baker, Kyler. Yep. All right. 2020. I hope you get this one. Joe Burrow. 2021. Shoot. 21 was another quarterback, right? Yep. What the hell is wrong with me? Why don't I remember if the 2021 first overall pick was? You didn't put it on the spot. Well, I'm just like, damn, dude. I usually thought I was pretty good at this, but I guess I'm not. I'm freaking floundering right now. You First overall pick in 2021. Oh, this is like you're like Mac Jones and everyone, right? Yep. Who went first? I'm surprised you don't you don't remember this. This Fields is... was up there, but he wasn't first. He was third. He was not. Fields was like 10. Oh, I don't know why I thought he was hurt. Shit, this is not good. Uh, first. I don't know. I don't know. I have no clue. Sunshine. Sunshine. His hair is sunshine. Oh my god, Trevor Lawrence. Gee, what is wrong? Oh my dude, I must have not eaten enough food because my brain is. All right, well, let's do the last one before the 2023 draft. Who was the first pick of last year's draft? 2022. (laughs) I. You don't remember? (laughs) I don't remember. (laughs) Edge rusher out of uh, Clemson. I think he played for Clemson. Oh, Georgia? No, he played for Georgia. Trayvon Trayvon Walker, Walker, yeah. He played for Georgia. That was bad. Yeah, that was great. That was a bad set. I thought it was going to be better at that when you put... Oh, man. All right. Not not great. Hey, Drew, thanks for coming on. Yeah, I was... Holy shit, dude. I just absolutely shit my pants in that segment. That's ridiculous. (laughs) That was terrible. It's okay. I can't believe... Dude, I couldn't even remember Trevor Lawrence got taken in 2021. Yeah, that one wasn't great. That one wasn't great. I love Trevor Lawrence. That's my guy, dude. That's why I was surprised. I'm like, wow, you're really struggling with this. Why did I freaking not? Oh, my God, dude. All right. Let's talk about who's hot or not. Uh, Clark, would you like to start us off? Who's hot right now? Oh, my God. Who's hot? Who's not? Okay. First off, you know what's not hot right now? Apparently, at MLB ballparks is using the bathroom. The video that I sent that you have not looked at, Ethan, on Instagram is that if anyone missed it, a Milwaukee Brewers fan, after they went ahead and beat the Mets in their first home opener game, rather than actually using the bathroom, just peed all over the concourse. That's how you celebrate a victory. Bathrooms are no longer in, apparently. When you celebrate a win against the Mets, you just go pee on the concourse. That's what you do. Bathrooms, not hot. There you go. Speaking of that, uh, have you seen the stuff with, like, um... oh, I do see this. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> um... That's pretty ridiculous, right? <laughs> The best is just like the people who are just like looking at him like, oh, this is just a classic. This is just normal. Yeah. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, man. This is just what we do. We pee on the concourse. Uh, For me, what's not. And I'll go on with what's not. um, Beer snakes. Teams are trying to get rid of beer snakes. People are giving away the beer bats in Chicago to get rid of the beer snakes. That's a shame. Yeah, Yeah, that is a shame. If it helps, uh, Cody also struggled. It's fine. I appreciate, you know, people struggle out there, man. But that was freaking, I miss Trevor. Oh God, not good. But yeah, beer snakes, not in, that's a shame too. Beer snakes are a classic. And you know, yeah. like, again, 
the freaking Cubs, they oh, they were the ones who shut it down. They had their freaking minimum wage security guards go out there and shut down the fun. Let the beer snakes happen. The Cubs aren't good anyway. Don't replace them with the bats. Those are cool because you take a little souvenir. The beer snake has to stay. It's a shame that that's going out the window right now, though. For sure. Do you have one for what's hot, or should I go ahead? You go first. You go first. Uh, mine, what's hot? Stealing. I'll stay on with baseball. Yeah. Stealing is hot. Stealing's hot right now. Stealing is hot. A lot of people are stealing. Red Another hot. thing that's hot? Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo is hot right now. Joey Gallo is on fire right now. See, he's no longer barred down by pinstripes and the terrible fans in the New York area. He's in Minnesota where everyone's friendly up there in the great, you know, Northeast and stuff. So it's just a good time for him. He's in the Midwest, really enjoying himself up there in Minnesota. Good to see for Joey Gallo. Good yeah. to see for sure. I'm trying to think. I didn't really have, you know, who's hot right now for myself. I'm going to be honest. I was more focused on my Austin Eckler. No, he's not hot right now. He's <laughs> down atrociously bad. That did, you, did you see that report? Oh, yeah. Of oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not where good. He, where he's like, my last resort is that I'll return to the Chargers. Like, oh, yeah, no. the fans will love you now. <laughs> you know who is hot right now? And this is totally obscure. I only, I only boggled my mind. You know who's on the radio all the time now? I don't know if a lot of people still listen to the radio. Ooh. The freaking cranberries are hot right now. The cranberries are getting a lot of plays. That song fringe and dry. I'm hearing that. Well, the cranberries are old as shit from my recollection. And they're getting played a lot on the radio. And I'm not quite sure as to why, but dude, the cranberries might be back. They could they be coming be to back. Petco. They could be coming to Petco. I don't think that's true at all, but could be coming Maybe they'll open along with 90, the no, the cranberries need to open for 93.3 summer kickoff concert. The people need that. People do need that with Flo Rida. Dude, Flo Rida and the Cranberries would go insanely hard. Maybe a little Tayo Cruz action, too. Do you think Tayo Cruz still makes music? I don't know. Probably not. I mean, I could probably look it up. He I probably called so. the quits after Dynamite. I mean, yeah. Do you, what about, what? what's that other guy, like Ayez? Does he still make music? That guy for sure pieced out after Replay and uh, Solo. Solo. Those are still great songs. You can't tell me that they're not. No, those are jams of the old middle school. Time. Yeah, that was, I think, uh, the middle 2000s, early 2010s, really is where guys like Sean Kingston, Inez, Tayo Cruz thrived. That was their time. That was their main character moment. And I'm glad that they had it because, in reality, the music wasn't good, but everyone liked it at the time. For sure. All right. Is there anything you want to say before we go? Um, no, can't think anything else. I'm, I've been embarrassed by that quarterback, like the quiz. That was terrible for me. That was a down atrocious moment. It's okay. We all have them. God. Luckily for you, this has been from the backseat. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Give us a like, give us a share. Make sure to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all the different social platforms. I am officially back making videos. So if you want to yell at me more, I'm officially back. I'm putting out like two to three videos a day. And I'll continue to do so moving forward. So you guys will get to hear my takes. You'll get to hear my stupid stuff. And if you want to go see my comments on things pretty much live, I try to post them right after the news comes out. Um, make sure to go follow us on TikTok and YouTube. and Yeah, make sure to go to the freaking parade if you're here in San Diego. Because if you like to have fun, that's where the fun might be. Well, some people over there in Lululemon purple shirts don't like fun. It's lame. Uh, but you know it's not lame from the back seat. So thanks everyone for watching. I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Again, we are signing off.